What is in President Biden's new proposed tax plan, the American Families Plan? Hi there, folks. Eric Maldonado, owner of Aquila Wealth Advisors in San Luis Obispo. And today we're talking the very fun topic of tax and in particular some of the main points on the new tax proposal that was laid out on September 13th, 2021 by the House Ways and Means Committee. And at this point, it's just a proposal. There's probably going to be a lot of changes to be made, but a lot of it's probably going to, going to stick. So this is to help people plan and just to know what is coming down the pipeline. And what's the House Ways and Means Committee? It's basically the committee that creates and starts all the tax rules and policy. This then goes to another committee, and then it goes to another, you know, and then it goes through the Senate, and and the Democrats pretty much need all 50 Democrats to vote uh, in the Senate, yes, or else it doesn't pass. So there's still some jockeying to be done, but in short, it raises tax, as, as Biden has been saying all along, on the wealthy or the highest earning uh, people in America. And the uh, delineation or the income uh, point that they're saying is wealthy is 400000 and above, essentially. So if you file single you and you make $400,000 or more, you're going to be taxed at a higher rate from 37% up to 39.6%. And if you're married filing joint and you make more than $450,000, you're top bracket goes from 37% to 39.6. So essentially they're raising the highest tax bracket 2.6%, almost 40% total. And they're kind of calling it a marriage penalty because you only get a $50,000 increase for filing joint uh, as far as how much income you can make and be taxed at that bracket. So if you if you're single and make 400,000 or married and you make married filing joint and you make 450,000 you're going to be taxed at 39.6. And the reason they call it, you know, quote unquote, a marriage penalty is because if it's two single people, then they can make $800,000 total. Whereas if you're married, you can only make 450000 And it's like, why isn't it double if you're married? Um, one thing to, to plan for to consider is if you're in that 35% tax bracket. So th- this tax rate is supposed to increase or set to, set to start in 2022. So if you're still planning for 2021, as, as we are, then if you're in the 35% tax bracket, then this is especially uh, pertinent to you because that, that bracket's essentially shrinking. So you're going to go from paying 35 to 39.6 if you make more than 400000 Whereas if you're uh, in 2021, you can pay 35% all the way up to $523,000 of income. So just if you're in the 35% tax bracket, which if you're single ranges from round numbers 210,000 to 523, this applies to you. And if you're a married filing joint and you make between 418,000 and 628,000, this applies to you. Next is the raise in uh, capital gains tax. So long-term capital gains, if you hold uh, assets or investments for greater than a year and then sell, there's a gain. There's a better rate than ordinary income, and currently it's 20%. So it's a 20% tax um, on capital gains, which is roughly about half of what the highest income 
tax bracket is. So that's good. That's a benefit. But they're going to raise it, or the plan is to raise it 5%. So instead of being 20%, they're going to raise it to 25% on the uh, capital gains rates. Uh, and actually, the way it's written now, it's set to happen on September 13th of 2021, which is a tough pill to swallow if, that's exact, if that actually ends up happening. Because if someone was planning to make some sales, whether it's of a business or stock or real estate, by the end of this year, now they can't, they can't retroactively go back and say, okay, well, I want to sell it earlier this year. Basically, if you're planning to sell at the end of this year and um, your, your, your income is over than 400000 total, including capital gains and income and business income, then now you have a 5% increase on your, on your um, capital gains rate. We'll see. We'll see if that actually ends up happening. It's happened before where the government has made changes in the tax code that were basically retroactive, like in the year like midway through the year, and now you can't plan for the end of the year. But um, I'm sure that'll be a, a sticking point when it comes to actually finalizing the bill is having that uh, take place in 2022 versus midway through 2021, which people are already living in and planning for. So it's kind of unfair if you were planning to sell at the end of the year. Now all of a sudden they tell you, well, it doesn't matter. In September to the end of the year, you're going to be taxed more. A couple other, um, you know, main points with regard to the tax plan, how it affects retirement accounts is when it comes to Roth conversions. So they're making it to where uh, in 2020, 30, in 2032, so in 10 years, you will no longer be able to do a Roth conversion if you're in the highest tax bracket. So they're basically saying you guys have 10 years to do your Roth conversions, which makes sense because if the government is trying to create more revenue... If you do a Roth conversion, if you convert from an IRA to a Roth, you're basically recognizing the tax in the year you convert it. So if the government wants more tax revenue, then they want to kind of incentivize people to convert sooner. So they're saying you have a 10-year window between now and 2032 if you're in the highest tax bracket to convert. So now's the time to do it. Also, they're removing the um, what's been dubbed the after, the, uh, the backdoor Roth conversion or the after-tax uh, Roth conversion. So it's a strategy for people that make too much money to fund directly into the Roth IRA, which is a tax-free growth investment vehicle. And um, it's it's utilized quite a bit because um, if you make more than round numbers, $200,000 in a year, you can't put money directly into the Roth IRA. So instead you put it into the traditional IRA after tax and then you convert it. And it's essentially a tax-free Roth conversion. Um this new bill is saying no more after-tax Roth conversions starting 2022. So if you're planning on doing a Roth conversion, do it before the end of the year. Otherwise, it's not going to be allowed in terms of a, an after-tax Roth conversion. Um, and then another uh, update more so on the child um, tax credit front. So this year, uh, Biden implemented a... Um, monthly advance essentially of the child tax credit and also increased it. So if you have a child between age six to 17 years old, there's a $250 uh, monthly advance payment. And if you have a child between zero and five, it's $300. So that's been extended, at least in this bill, through 2025. 
And some say, you know, Biden's plan is to get it permanently instituted. And then on the child and dependent care side of things, um, qualifying expenses up to $8,000 are, um, you get a child and dependent care credit and uh, $16,000 for multiple. So if you have two two or more kids, so that's for like uh, child care, daycare, um, anything that allows parents to work in exchange for taking care of their kids, any, any of those payments now have a higher um, higher limit as far as what you, what qualifies for a credit. And I believe it's 50%. So if you have $16,000 of expenses and two or more kids when it comes to childcare throughout the year, then um, you can get a uh, credit credit of half of half of those expenses. A couple of things that are in the bill that people thought were going to be in there, and they still may be, is um, they were trying to remove a step up in basis when people die. So if you own a home and it's uh, increased in value, today when you die, the beneficiaries don't have to pay tax essentially because it, the step up is increased. The, the, the basis is increased. That's not in there, so that's good news. It's not, a, not an increase in inherited property tax, essentially. And then... People were expecting the um, capital gains rates to be actually in line with the income tax rates. So they weren't as so the way this proposal is, they're not as high as they were expected to be. The highest rate is 25% for capital gains versus 39.6%. So that's good news. And then also people were expecting the um, the state tax limit to be removed. So higher state tax states like California. We, we kind of get um, the short end of the stick because we're limited. I believe it's $10,000 uh, of, of, um, of state taxes to itemize against our, tax, against our tax, taxes owed. And that was expected to be removed, that limit, so that way we get a, a, a better tax um, deduction when it comes to state taxes. So that is actually still expected to come into play. So we'll see. So if you were tracking with me, good on you, because taxes are are not, um, I don't know, fun or exciting. But um, hopefully that was some helpful information and you got some high points of the, or, or some main points of the tax plan, which is tons of pages and super long. And I don't even think anybody fully realizes or knows what all is in there and hopefully in the next set of weeks months it'll start to become clear and and um, we'll get some more clarity on what's going to happen in 2022.